It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to Food for Thought with Billy and Jenny, brought to you by the Box Center. For more than 15 years, this dining duo has been eating their way through New England, mixing it up with top chefs, jumping behind the line of the hottest restaurants, and giving you the inside scoop on where to wine, dine, and spend your time. So get ready. It's Food for Thought, giving you something to chew on. Hey, everybody. Welcome into Food for Thought, brought to you by the Box Center. This is Jenny Johnson, and I am really looking forward to our guest today. Janelle Salzman is a nationally board certified, a New Hampshire licensed occupational therapist. She's a certified Ayurvedic practitioner, which we're going to talk more about this hour. She's a Lyme magnetic protocol practitioner as well. Just about 25 years ago, she graduated, uh, a local girl here for those who are listening from New England, uh, from Quinnipiac University with a Bachelor of Science degree in occupational therapy. And she worked in areas that included pediatric sensory integration, acute rehabilitation. She's been trained in neonatal behavioral assessment scale. And then about 10 years ago, her practice evolved and she became a certified Ayurvedic practitioner and educator. And she trained under some of the most uh, world-renowned Ayurvedic masters. And then more recently, she continued her education by becoming a biomagnetic paratherapy specialist, specializing in Lyme magnetic protocol, which is a really powerful treatment that many of you listening may not have heard before, but we'll, we'll be able to introduce you to today. She's a founding practitioner of the New Hampshire Health and Wellness Center in Nashua, where, she pra- where she's been practicing for years and uh, is one of the most sought-after healing practitioners in our region. And it, what's really interesting is her diverse background makes her really uniquely positioned. She has a background in both Western and Eastern medicine, and she's able to provide her, her patients with a, with a variety of individualized tools to heal. Certainly, as, as we've been doing these shows for the past few weeks, it's, a, it's an ominous time for all of us. It's a time where we're reflecting on our own individual health, on the health of our families, and also the health of everyone on the, on the planet in a way unlike we ever have before. And so over this hour, we're going to give you a, a brief sort of more broad overview of some of the methodologies I've described above, as well as some of the ways that you can incorporate them into your life and really maximize your wellness. So, Janelle, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Jenny. This is fantastic. It's so great to have you. I, I do I do want to start by sort of unpacking a little bit more of, of what I just described above. So, can tell us a little bit about your work as an occupational therapist and then how it led to a, a shift in your career. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I, I did graduate from Quinnipiac, what was Quinnipiac College at the time, and now university uh, with my OT degree. And I started off um, working at St. Joseph's Hospital um, in Nashua. I did a short stint at Spalding Rehab in chronic pain, but uh, St. Joe's gave me a really solid foundation in acute rehabilitation. And that allowed me to work with uh, many doctors, nurses, nutritionists, 
uh, phlebotomists, respiratory surgeons, you name it. So it gave me a very, very wide uh, scope of learning of practice. So did that for quite a many years, and then I um, transitioned to do pediatrics. I worked in a school system for a while up in Hampton, New Hampshire, and did uh, acute behavioral issues with a population of little kiddos in preschool and second grade, um, and that was pretty fantastic. Started my own business doing after school and summers for pediatrics to help uh, the bridge with schooling. Um, and then I, I, I had my own kids, so I uh, decided to transition a little bit away from pediatrics and go into home care and hospice and did that for the biggest chunk of about 11 years, did home care and hospice. And that allowed me to uh, be in people's homes, really see how people live, uh, help them on a fundamental level of what was important to them uh, and help them with transition uh, out of life um, for the hospice part, part of it. And I really love patient care, love uh, hands-on medicine, love connection with patients. Uh, so that has been, I've been that way probably most of my life, babysat at a very young age, love caretaking, love helping people. So that, that's basically my OT career in a nutshell, a wide range from pediatrics up to the elderly in very many, many settings, which I feel give me a really strong foundation to move forward into other areas of um, Eastern medicine. And so then talk to us about how this morphed into a different kind of body healing um, while still this main focus of, of, of sort of connection with your patients. Sure. So I, um, I knew dealing one-on-one -on -one with people is what I always wanted to do. I wasn't ready to give that up. Um, I would say that I just started to get more intrigued by Eastern medicine, by holistic practices, by integrative medicine. And I was getting, I, to be quite honest, a little burnt out from um, the day in and day out of Western medicine insurance. It was, it was tough. It was tough to uh, continue and not broaden my spectrum. So I learned about from a dear uh, colleague of mine about Ayurveda. And um, I know we'll talk a little bit more about Ayurveda, but Ayurveda is one of the old, it's the oldest holistic medicine from India. And there was a beautiful practitioner program at Kripalu, which is in the Berkshires of Massachusetts. And I went headfirst into that. It was an 850-hour program residential. I lived there for um, a good chunk of each month for nine months and graduated with my certificate, which allowed me to do fundamentals of Ayurveda, but then also diagnostics, herbology, um, really help people who are in critical shape, but also help people who just want a general wellness suggestions. Um, and I started my own business after that. So that was about 2012. I graduated and started with um, New Hampshire uh, Ayurveda and therapy. And I still utilize that business title um, here at the, the wellness center. And that was a, that was a beautiful, beautiful segue from Western medicine, which I still have such respect and utilize daily. I maintain my license, but able to look at a person for their individual uh, characteristics and needs and essentials and use my medical background. So that, that was the first bridge. It's such an interesting journey, and uh, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about Ayurveda. We've spoken about it on Food for Thought prior, um, but want to give our listeners uh, who may not have heard a deeper level of understanding for this, as you mentioned, the oldest 
you know, healthcare or health system in the world dating back, I think, 5,000 years. So Janelle Salzman is our guest for the hour. And when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about Ayurveda. Stay with us. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center, Piantadosi Baking Company, Ghibli's Menswear, Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites, Breakaway, and Rosaria Restaurant. Welcome back to Food for Thought. Janelle is our guest, and we're going to be talking about Ayurveda uh, right now. New Englanders are certainly familiar with Kapalu, which you mentioned in the break before, which is a yoga and healing center in uh, western Massachusetts. And and Ayurveda and yoga, Janelle, from what I gather, are said to be sort of like uh, sister sciences. So So we're familiar with the practice of yoga. People are less familiar with the practice of Ayurveda. Can you sort of describe that to us in a way that, um, that, that, that we could understand? Sure, sure. So what I love most about Ayurveda is, yes, it is the oldest holistic medicine. It's actually the oldest healthcare system in the world. And the coolest thing is nothing's changed. Uh, they continue to do research with Ayurveda, but the principles that have been set from years and years ago work, so we continue to use them now, which I find fascinating. It's old medicine that still works today, and the reason being, it's rooted in nature, and nature really hasn't changed. It has a beautiful biological rhythm that we follow. Mother Nature is brilliant. So really, what is Ayurveda? Um, I was taught that it was called the science of life, which felt very broad to me and hard to really conceptualize. So someone taught me that if you use the term wisdom of longevity, that felt awesome because it allows us to stay healthy and be wise doing it long into life. And it teaches us how to create and sustain balance of our health, which is most important. Because really underlying, in Ayurveda, we don't address direct disease or direct symptoms of a disease. We look at the whole manifestation and the underlying root of why did this happen in the first place? Why did we get into trouble with with our body? Why do we have reflux now? Why do we have anxiety? So we look back, what happened six months ago? What happened a year ago? What could we have done to prevent which right now, well, I know we'll talk about later on, we're in a, we're in a troubled state. And, but this has been mm-hmm. going on for so long, this fast-paced, unconscious living. And if we go back to old ways that we follow Mother Nature and the animals, they know what they're doing. I mean, animals, they gather nuts. The, the little squirrels gra- gather nuts in the fall to prep for winter. If they decided not to do that, they'd be in trouble. So they go off of their biological rhythm. And as humans, we tend to push the envelope and not really listen to what we need. So let's stay with the seasons for a second. So, so this is certainly one way that people relate to this ancient wisdom is through connecting to the seasons. We know certainly in New England, yeah. there's a variety of different things that happen four times a year. But describe a little bit more how the seasons. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play such an integral role of this practice. Sure, sure. So food is medicine in Ayurveda. Very, very important. Um, uh, even in my practice, I don't load people up with supplements. Um, I, I, uh, it, it's less talk about food. So if we look, 
not just that food, but lifestyle. Ayurveda is about li- lifestyle and food. Mother Nature gives us pretty much three growing seasons. Um, deep winter, not much grows. So Ayurveda breaks it down into three seasons. Um, spring, which is kapha season. I wish I could give you a different word, but Sanskrit is what we use, kapha. There's pitta, which is summer. And then there's uh, vata, which is late, like fall, early winter. So if we look at spring, Mother Nature has, it's muddy, it's wet. We're in it now. It's heavy, it's cold. So in turn, what does Mother Nature provide? Provides us with leafy, bitter greens and astringent berries and foods that strip and clean out all of that heavy heaviness we feel when we're ready to get up and do like cleanses and stuff like that in spring season. And then there's summer where it's hot and it's dry. So Mother Nature balances it. Ayurveda is all about balance and gives us tomatoes and cool melons and cucumbers and the cooling things to balance the strain on the body from the heat and the dry. And then we talk about fall and fall has this light, cold, airy quality to it. The wind whips, the leaves whip around, we're ungrounded. So what does mother nature provide? Root vegetables that we can make soups with and stews. Um, wheat is harvested. Heavier, heavier things, animals, if you do eat um, animal proteins, are, are slaughtered because we need these heavy things for winter to prepare for the long winter. So I, I, all about balance, foods and lifestyle are the root of Ayurveda, if that, if that helps. Yeah, and so balance, but I'm also hearing you talk sort of about the, the opposites. Can you talk about, uh, about that a bit? Sure. So if perfect example of um let's you know what let's uh let's talk about this this the season we're in right now so we're in this spring this kapha season and people are starting to have these thick allergies and they're having mucus and they're having they're feeling maybe sluggish usually i mean we are in a strange time with what's going on so taking something like turmeric is brilliant because it dries and strips out mucus. Um, It helps with allergies. Balance, so if we have something that's too heavy, we want to lighten it up. If we have something that's too hot, we want to make it cool. If we have something that's too dry, we moisten moisten it up or add some oil to it because that maintains balance and doesn't trip us into dis-ease or disease that we we see these days. We, We keep the body balanced and prepped for the season that we're in so we don't basically get unraveled or deranged. We'll even call it derangement in Ayurveda, and we're, we're too far gone. In, in Western medicine, I think we wait till there's a problem before mm. we address it, where in Ayurveda it's all about balance and prevention and balancing opposites way before there's a problem. And it's understanding sort of where we are when we are there and, and planning accordingly. There's, there's different body constitutions uh, within Ayurveda. Can you describe those for us? Yeah, I'll talk briefly because, my goodness, we could talk hours and hours about this. But <laughs> the cool thing is, is, yeah, the cool thing is, is that there's all the body types or your dosha or your constitution, they're all the same, are the same as the seasons. So we have kapha constitution or, or body type, which is more of a spring body type, somebody who has maybe more earth and water in them, their heavier body frame. Uh, they maybe it's a steadiness to them because spring, there's a steadiness to it. 
that's that's a classic body type for for spring. Then you do summer, and for summer it's uh, it's called pitta. And the pitta body type is more fiery. It's more critical thinking. People, uh, they might multitask more. They're, they're sharp. There's a sharpness to it. Sometimes people too sharp with their tongues who have too much pitta, but also there's <laughs> a sharpness to digestion, right? Um, and then there's the, the vata uh, body type, which is more small framed, uh, smaller bones, drier hair, like fall and winter, early winter. They're cold by nature. Um, there's a lightness. They might l- learn very quickly, but then forget quickly because they're more air and space, more air and space. So to, to pretty much summarize, kapha is more earth and water because we go off of nature. Pitta is more fire and water, which almost like water is more like an oil. It feeds the fire. And then vata is air and space. So there you can, you have combinations of these three. And so Usually each, not, and so each person has a different body constitution, which means that the way that you would treat a particular person is 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 different, right? So so if somebody's walking yes. into the grocery store right now and looking to nourish mm-hmm. in this way that you're right. describing, um, you know, right. how, how can we change the experience we have in the grocery store? Let's speak right now to to this time of sure. spring. Um, what would be right. some suggestions there? So very difficult to go into a grocery store these days because we have everything at our fingertips. You can get a kiwi in December, and that's really not great for our bodies, no matter what body type you are. But um, what we look at is a beautiful example would be go to even a farmer's market. So if a, let's, a farmer's market, or let's talk about the grocery store, what's growing right now? And, and up here in New England, not much is growing. But if you think about right. what will be growing soon, right, is you're talking about your leafy greens, your um, your berries, your uh, things that are going to uh, lighter meats. So like shrimp and chickens, things that are lighter because there's, there's a heavy wet quality right now. But because it's cold, it's cold right now, we want to make sure we keep the body warm still. So we have maybe a hot broth soup as opposed to in winter at the grocery store, we might even go get or produce a thick, thick, like heavy cream soup. That's too heavy right now. Mm. So we want, we want Mm. to keep it warm. So it's about qualities. So right about now, the best thing, especially to support your local farmer and no matter where you are, it's, you're going to know what's growing locally and that your body will assimilate and digest and keep your health in great shape. So, Farmers markets right now, and and also grocery stores because you can also and we want to and we want to discuss more specifically what we can do during this time, sort of of anxiety because there's also a a huge piece of of, of the emotional component when it comes to Ayurveda. Let's take a break and we'll be back with more food for thought. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by the Box Center, Pianta Dosi Baking Company, Ghibli's Menswear, Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites, Breakaway, and Rosaria Restaurant. Welcome back to Food for Thought. Janelle, we talked a bit about Ayurveda and certainly how it connects um, to us in the kitchen, but it most certainly also has a uh, the physical piece to it. And during these times of uncertainty, this practice can be really helpful. What are some ways we can incorporate this healing into our lives now? So because there is that, that sister science of yoga to Ayurveda, um, and a lot of people know about it now. You can click on YouTube and you can you can Google uh, yoga poses 
there's different kinds of yoga that can really stimulate someone. We don't want to do it during this time. This time is about calming, relaxing, grounding yoga. So Googling, you know, uh, grounding yoga poses, breath, doing breathing techniques. We tend to breathe through the tops of our lungs when we're feeling stress and we end up hitting more of our cortisol and adrenaline. So if we do nice, slow, deep breaths, sometimes following someone else on a video helps us to get us out of our minds. Um, that helps. And what that does is those three things, those two things, sorry, breathing techniques, basic yoga and stretching techniques, they calm the nervous system and allow us to sleep better at night because sleep is one of the number one healing properties, one number one techniques, I would say, that allow for healing. Sleep is vital for our brain function, for our organ function, for stress management, um, really underrated a lot of times. So getting and, good rest. And, and disease and emotion, they're not separate entities. Is that right? No, no, that's right. So in, in Ayurveda, there's a phrase that we use that is, there is no physical manifestation of disease without an emotional root. Pretty, pretty much period, the end. There's, if you look back, I asked my patients for many, many years now, what happened at the time you got sick? What occurred? And it could have been a, 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 an exam someone took. It could have been a death in a family. It could have been something exciting, planning for a wedding. Stress is stress. And when the body gets suppressed and immunity gets suppressed, because immunity is key right now, then it leaves chinks in the armor and cracks for infection to go in and cause us disease. So emotion and stress management are vital to keep good health. And so those three things that you just mentioned, the breathing, the yoga, the sleep, while they seem like very basic things, they are so integral in, in, in keeping this, 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 this level of balance and wellness. Uh, Janelle, we're going to take a break and be back with more Food for Thought, so stay with us. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center, Pianta Dosi Baking Company, Ghibli's Menswear. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites, Breakaway, and Rosario Restaurant. 
Janelle Salzman is our guest on Food for Thought this week, a certified occupational therapist and a founding practitioner of the New Hampshire Health and Wellness Center in Nashua. Janelle, tell us about the center. Sure, sure. So in January of 2016, we opened our doors for uh, founding practitioners, and um, it was a dream to we all have a lot of clinical background, a lot of medical background, and we we decided to utilize our, our Eastern skills, our, our holistic medicine, to open up the New Hampshire Health and Wellness Center. Basically, we now are a 12-practitioner uh, operating system, and we have such cohesion. It's beautiful, and, and um, collaboration is, is our number one priority. So we have to list what we provide, acupuncture, aromatherapy. Uh, we do counseling. There's a mental health arm. We do cranial sacral therapy, uh, holistic nursing, hypnosis, the Lyme magnetic protocol, which deals with, con- we have a full concussion protocol, massage therapy, um, naturopathic medicine. We have two naturopathic docs. We have an integrative, integrated uh, medical doctor, an MD on staff. We have nutrition, uh, physical therapy, uh, a pelvic rehabilitation physical therapy specialist, and Reiki. And all I, I'm also a Reiki master, and many of us here are Reiki masters. So we have a beautiful uh, group of, of practitioners that can address many needs that our clients have and patients have. We have my youngest, as of this minute, is um, eight months old that I'm seeing, all the way up to I have a woman who's 87. So, And this goes for all of the practitioners. We see many diagnoses. We don't always look just at diagnosis. That's We look at the person, the whole person, and say they come to me for magnet work or Ayurveda, and I say, hmm, there's a mental health piece here that we need to address, or there is a, a medical, we need some blood work, we need uh, the hormonal uh, panels done by our docs, we need, there's just every area we end up overlapping, so the patient or the client is seen by many of us to get to the end goal, which is overall health and symptoms that have subsided and better overall function. And, and how, you know, how are people finding you? And, and, and if somebody is listening right now, you know, describe to us, you know, who are some of the, what are some of the symptoms that your patients are having? What are some of the chronic disease that your, uh, you know, your patients have been struggling with? And then what's the process if and when they do call the center? Sure. So we have a, a wonderful office manager, Pauline, who um, and Linda also, two of them that run the front desk, and they feel the calls. They're very well versed in knowing maybe who to refer to if the person doesn't know specifically. A lot of our um, admissions come in, our, our, our referrals come from word of mouth. Really, my, my practice, mm-hmm. I've never marketed. It's, it's word of mouth because I think that's the most powerful when you hear something's worked for someone. And then diagnoses, we deal with, um, obviously, Lyme disease, a lot of chronic infection. Uh, We deal with um, uh, a lot of hormonal imbalances, environmental toxicities, molds. We have specialists uh, here that deal with that. So people might come in for something specific, like pelvic um, rehabilitation for our physical therapist, and then realize there's something with um, hypnosis that can help them with break a, breaking a cycle, massage therapy. So I would say any diagnosis we are well-versed in dealing with, and 
if even people come in and don't know what's wrong with them, we help break it down. Our holistic nurse is brilliant. She she can take a look at things and find out the best um, the, the best way to address it. So we, our docs also offer uh, uh, consultations. A lot of our practitioners offer free 15-minute consultations to just get an idea and form a relationship before really jumping in. So it's, it's, it's been a nice model for us. What do you say to those who are who are dismissive of this of this kind of healing and are are used to sort of the the much more traditional path? Well, I think for us it's it's easy because so many of us have our work have worked and do work in um, more of the medical traditional medical model. But when people feel pretty terrible, they're willing to try anything. And if they've been told by someone that you got to go to this place they really helped me. I have had people come in who are so skeptical, especially when we talk a little bit about more about magnets. And once they come through the door and they feel the comfort that we provide here and the trust, they open up and um, we don't, we don't struggle with that. We really don't struggle too much. There, there is enough of a, um, a uh, trust that's developed and they get a lot of information also, a lot of information about what, how we could help their diagnosis. So I'd say we don't get a ton of skeptics because either they've heard it word of mouth or they've experienced some good treatment themselves. That's so great to hear. And I think uh, certainly integrative medicine is not a foreign concept anymore, but, you know, still one that is, is, is becoming more understood mainstream. But the truth is if people are seeing results that, that seems to be um, that, that, that that's what people want. They want positive results. And, you know, I, as um, as sort of a background, I was diagnosed with Lyme, which we've talked about on the program before. And it was through word of mouth that I uh, was connected with you, met you and had the opportunity to experience the methodology that you're practicing a lot right now. As you mentioned before, we're going to take a quick break and we come back, we're going to talk about um, the magnetic line protocol. Stay with us. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center, Piantadosi Baking Company, Ghibli's Menswear, Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites, Breakaway, and Rosario Restaurant. Janelle Salzman is our guest on Food for Thought today. Janelle, we were talking about the New Hampshire Health and Wellness Center up in Nashua, New Hampshire, and the wide range of services uh, that you offer. I want to introduce our listeners to the modality that you practice. But but I think before we do, let's sort of take a step back, because uh, as I was trying to understand this, um, you painted a really helpful picture you know, we know that things like Lyme disease and other chronic diseases have been on the rise the past handful of years, and our bodies are are, are almost not as uh, capable of fighting off this kind of infection. Can you back mm-hmm. us up a little bit, give us a little background and explain to us, you know, what's happened that we've found ourselves in this place? Sure, sure. So what I what I do when my people come in, because uh, let's face it, the, the Lyme Magnetic Protocol, biomagnetic pair therapy in general is a very foreign concept. It's practiced around the world. It's just, it can feel out there. So I really sit my person down and all of us do our practitioners here and say, you know, let's talk first about you. You're an individual person with different DNA, different life experience, different infections. That is why we need to look at it from a very individualized perspective. So I tell people, let's picture a cup, like a glass cup. And when we're born, we 
maybe we have a, a quarter inch in the cup full of whether it's toxins we got from our mom or infection that we got, who knows where. And we're able to tolerate it and fight it off and, and do okay and keep strong immunity because immunity is key. But as we age and go through experiences like puberty is a hit on the system or someone gets a bad strep infection or they get the flu, whatever it is, our cup gets more full, more full till it hits a tipping point. And then at that tipping point, symptoms can really show up. And all of a sudden, it's almost like a slinky. You know, if you picture those old school slinkies and you pull it and you pull it and it goes back to shape, right? Until one day, we've all done it, you pull it so far and it never goes back quite the way it was, even if you push it and force it. So what I tell people is the beauty of the Lyme Magnetic Protocol is that heals layers away of infection, toxicity, and allows the cup to empty out so symptoms disappear. So symptom-based treatment heals layers of infection and allows the body to function naturally and self-heal. It's critical to remember that it allows the body to self-heal. So you called it a biomagnetic therapy, saying that it has, has and is practiced all over the world. Can you describe it um, a little more clearly, sort of painting a visual picture for folks what's happening? Sure, sure. So what happens is, is when someone comes to see me, uh, the first evaluation is a couple hours, and they've done a lot of intake with our, our uh, brilliant holistic RN here. And they come in, and, and how I explain it is it's called biomagnetic pair therapy, P-A-I-R, because a pair of magnets, both black being uh, North Pole and red being a South Pole, because everything's polarity in our world. Our bodies are make, made up of polarity and magnetism, so it keeps us on Earth here. So since the body has such magnetism, when we take magnets and put them on the body in certain patterns, the pairs in patterns to where those infections lie, and we kind of uh, isolate it and trap that reservoir, the infections start to break down and the immune system, which keeps us healthy, wakes up because it might have been dormant for a bit, trying so hard to fight off infection, wakes up and starts to break the infection down. So someone will come in, we'll put magnets on the body, could be a couple pairs, could be a 20 pair. And for a certain amount of time, they stay on 10, 15, 20 minutes, and then they're taken off patient comes back in a couple weeks, we, we muscle test. That's a whole other thing we could talk about. That's how we use kinesiology to find out what infections are in the body because the body's brilliant. It knows every experience, every history, every toxicity you've ever had in your body. And through proper muscle testing, we can find out what infections are there, what toxicities, and layer by layer, strip them off so the body's immune system peaks up and gets, brings the body back to health and having less symptoms of Lyme disease, Epstein-Barr virus, strep. Um, the list goes on, heavy metal toxicity, um, a fungus, parasites, viruses. That's, based, that's a real quick gist on how it works. And there's um, people feel better. They come in not feeling well, and they leave feeling better after a chunk of time, depending on how long they've had uh, these infections. And so in some instances, someone may be coming to you because they found out they have Lyme disease, but it's, it's some of these other examples of infections that you just, that you just mentioned that may right. be making it so that the body can't fight off, let's say, the Lyme or the co-infections or some of these other infections that right. you described. Is, is, is that right? 
That's correct. And a lot of times it, 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 we're doing the best job we can with Western medicine, but our testing is not super accurate for tick-borne illness or vector-borne illness, Lyme disease, as well as other infections. So we're, when we're able to muscle test and find them and look at this whole big group, because it's never just Lyme disease or never just one virus. It's the, it's the buildup of all of it that we are able to um, positively affect the body by taking off those layers. Yes. Yeah. We talked about Ayurveda being a you know it's five thousand years year old ancient form of medicine. Um, has mm-hmm. has the biomagnetic paratherapy or something along those lines been something that's been used for a long time? So, really cool question. Um, so, the the Egyptians back many 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 years ago used to take ferrite rocks, which are magnetic, and put them on their forehead to treat headaches. So this has been around forever, but Dr. Goy is back in the 1980s. He is a physicist scientist in, from Mexico, created this protocol. Um, he originally created it for infections like HIV, AIDS, cancer, leukemia. And then um, Joan Randall, who is the, uh, the creator of the Lyme Magnetic Protocol, trained with Dr. Goy and created this beautiful um, uh, tool that we have now, which we started off. I was one of her first classes with maybe a hundred infections, and now we have multiple, multiple, multiple over maybe six, seven hundred infections. So it hasn't been around for as long as these ancient science, but the the, um, the efficacy, the the validity. There's just a lot that we see with improvement that's happening with patients, and the biomagnetic paratherapy uh, is done all over the world. So can you describe some of the cases that you've treated, a little bit more about who are your patients, who are you treating, and, 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 and what are their symptoms? Sure. I mean, I started off doing this with a heavy Lyme focus, and I still do. I, I would say maybe 50% of my patients are uh, Lyme disease-specific, as well as my two other colleagues who practice here now in the Lyme Magnetic Protocol. We have three people here. Uh, but I, I've kind of branched, and, and I'm taking a lot of tough cases. So you know the person who says, something's just not right with me. I've gone every test. They tell me it's maybe just fibromyalgia or maybe... Um, anxiety or a mental health illness or just a joint pain, something's not right. Or I have, I have people that have had organ failure and, and people can't find the reason behind it. When they come in, whether they know their diagnosis or not, it doesn't matter because the body knows what's going on inside. And through proper muscle testing uh, and ask, I'm only as good as my question. So asking multiple, multiple questions, yeses and nos to find out and break it down. I'm able to get to a point where I'm seeing exactly what could be triggering it. So we could be having an underlying infection that's causing symptoms to look like MS or ALS. And it really is, or, or Lyme. And it's really a host of infections um, that we found underlying or toxicities. Every person is very unique, every single person. And how often are people coming to see you? Uh, and obviously, as you said, it's, it's unique to every person, but, but on average, let's say someone you're treating um, with Lyme, um, how, how often are they coming yeah. to see you and, and for how long? Sure. So somebody who's a young a young one, this is this is kind of cool. I'll have someone who's had a, a new tick bite and they know they've had it, which doesn't happen often, but where they have symptoms of it. It could be a handful of sessions short and the body clears so quickly. The majority of people have had it 
undiagnosed or even diagnosed and improperly treated or that people try and treat it the best way they can, docs do, and um, for 10, 20, 30 years. So then you're talking an average of someone who's had it over 10, 15 years, you're talking at least a year of treatment, maybe a year and a half. And it's about every other week, sometimes every three weeks, depending on how long the body needs to recover in between to get that system strong again, to, to handle the treatment and the amount of what we call die off, like the dead infection to process it. So anywhere from a handful, which doesn't happen often to six months to a year, but we, I let, we let people know pretty upfront what first visit, they're going to know what's going on with their bodies and about how long it will take, give or take. And, and, and for some people, a year seems like a very long time. But as you mentioned, folks have been struggling with issues relating these infections for decades. And so a year oh, in the sure. scheme of things is really not very long at all. We're going to take a break and have our last block of Food for Thought with Janelle. So stay with us. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center, Piantadosi Baking Company, Ghibli's Menswear, Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites, Breakaway, and Rosario Restaurant. Janelle Salzman is our guest. Wow, we have unpacked a tremendous amount in this very short window, and I hope at some point you'll come back so we can maybe spend a, a whole hour talking about magnets, a whole hour talking about Ayurveda. But yes. I think this was this I was a nice you. start um, to to sort of take a take a look in, in inside the life um, um, that you're helping so many of your patients lead. There's a big focus on immune health right now, Janelle. What are some suggestions that you're making at the center to your patients and for your family. Right, right. So we are in a heightened time right now. And, and even though we, we've gotten away from the fast pace that we, we were in even three months ago where things felt just a little unconscious, we're home now. Uh, a lot of people are, not everybody. But um, there's time to reflect and keep ourselves healthy. And we want to keep stress low, even though this is a very stressful time. I don't want to minimize that. And immunity high, because if you have good immunity, your body can fight off things that it might be exposed to. That's prevention is, is key. So really cool. If you can sip hot liquids, and I don't mean really coffee or caffeinated beverages. Those can add too little, too much heightened anxiety to the body, but herbal teas. A really good suggestion is something called pulsy tea. That's T-U-L-S-I, um, it's holy basil, that or ginger tea, what it is, it's the, 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 the herbs are medicinal, but the temperature, anything over your body temp, 86, 87 degrees, even a little hotter if you can handle it, it kills a virus in your throat. So if it hasn't been in there very long and you sip hot fluids all day if you've been exposed it kind of washes it down to the stomach and doesn't allow it to really dig its claws into the throat and lung area. So hot fluids are fantastic. They also help with digestion and digestion is key to health. So hot fluids, um, really great to get some good vitamin C. So up your vitamin C, a, a, a thousand milligrams for, um, a, a teenager or a child, 2,000 for an adult, it's very has really good antiviral properties. We talk about vitamin D, get outside, get do your social distance, but get sun on your skin because that is so antimicrobial and really good for your mental health. Being inside all the time can be a strain on our mental health and get us depressed and anxious. Mm. And then overall, mm. just really good food, clean food, the best you can. It you have time, cook, do some cooking if you can. Um, food is medicine from an Ayurvedic perspective. And the, the cleaner it is, the healthier our digestion and bodies it will be. 
Janelle, we have more time in our kitchens. What would be something you would suggest our listeners try over these next few weeks? There's a beautiful uh, dish called kitchery, uh, K-I-T-C-H-A-R-I. It's a medicinal, beautiful dish, mung beans and rice. You can add vegetables. It's an old Indian recipe that helps with healing. So we will, I can add that to our website at uh, nhhealthwellness.com so people can access that. I actually tried kitchery with my family over these past weeks, and I have to say, Not only did I enjoy it very much, but my husband and daughter did as well. Janelle Salzman, it has been a pleasure to be with you this hour. And how can people get in touch with you if they're interested in either making an appointment or learning more about the New Hampshire Health and Wellness Center in Nashua? Yeah, absolutely. And first of all, thank you, Jenny, so much for having me. It's it's always a pleasure to spend time and talk with you and to be able to share. Um, New Hampshire Health and Wellness Center, uh, you can call our front desk, 603 402 9134 or look us up at nhhealthwellness.com and that's where you can find all of us there's bios of all of us and take a good peek we've got beautiful practitioners here thanks so much janelle and thank you all for listening we'll see you next week lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.